Big congratulations to Stephen Gornick. You are the winner of the September Mystery Mail Call Grand Prize. We're sending you a She-Hulk number one, graded at 9.8. Newsstand goodness. And you don't have to do anything. We have your information because you're a member. ComicTom101.com to join the community. Let's get into the show. We're in New York City. Another week, another list, another comic convention, and possibly some members who made a mistake this last week. You know what, Tom? If people pay attention to our list and what we do here every single week, we're going to help you avoid making mistakes like this one. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, at the list at number 10, dare I say, Wolverine spec, courtesy of Deadpool 3, Hugh Jackman reprising his role for the last time. We're talking about his son, Wolverine. Issue number 10. Wolverine Origins, issue number 10. First appearance of Dakin. Now, this has made the list before. We have talked about Dakin spec, especially after we had those Madripoor Easter eggs that were happening with the Winter Soldier Bucky show. But this is on the list now because there's speculation that we may see some connection because of the Deadpool Wolverine movie. The Easter eggs found in Falcon and Winter Soldier provided spec for Dakin as well as Mystique, as well as Shang-Chi, which would debut later that year, retroactively providing credence to the spec found on the Disney Plus show. Now, I only see one of three things happening. We either see an entirely new actor portray Wolverine, or we see X-23, or we see his son. I would be a fan of the latter too. I want to hear what you think in the comment section below. So we're looking at 170% increase in copies sold this week. $50 raw sales and $300 for a CGC 9.8. There are new stands available and those are going raw for about $120. But the book that everyone is really looking for is this one in a hundred Joe Quesada third claw variant. That's a tough book. And let's talk about the interior of this book because isn't there like a coupon or something in there? No, there's definitely an insert in this book and it's like a download for a free MP3 code or something. But the number of times I've seen the one in a hundred that's just been bent in half because of this insert is tough. Nine eighths of all of these books are difficult. The buzz has only grown for Wolverine Deadpool. We're seeing so many keys here at New York City Comic Con on the walls and an increase of 170% is no surprise for cover a the one in a hundred hit heights of eighteen hundred dollars last year it's hitting near thirteen hundred dollar lows this year and if those prices still seems too high for you i encourage the community to take a look at the cover b the arthur soydum variant featuring dakin on the cover it's more affordable because it wasn't a ratio variant and i think it's grossly being overlooked at the list at number nine we have infamous iron man number one back on the list if you enjoy what we do and you want to better your comic book collecting you got to use that code tom 101 on the best comic app in existence absolutely tom key collector is the app you need to be getting and this list the trending 10 list is sourced from a larger list of 20 books that comes out every single week on the key collector app infamous iron man coming out in 2016 would be a short 12 issue run that would then resume with the legacy numbering after issue 12 Back to Invincible Iron Man 593. This is when Doctor Doom takes on the role as Iron Man. However, when Tony Stark 
takes on the form of artificial intelligence. And that's why this book has just come right back on the list. Now for this repeat offender, we are seeing $25 average sales and $90 for a high CGC 9.8. And that is super low considering where it was before. Correct, because this book was hitting heights of near $300, like 275 at a 9.8. Lows under $40 for a 9.8. Post the Riri Williams spec, seemingly cooling off. Members believe that AI Tony Stark may be a key mentor for Riri, similar to the comic books. However, the time of demise and when we would see Robert Downey Jr. reprise the role was just too short. It seemed like it wouldn't work. However, with Armor Wars slated for 2024, that's five years post Endgame, which may be enough time. Now, we also have to keep in mind that there is a massive number of 9.8s out here. It actually seems a little bit lopsided because there's 501 copies at a CGC 9.8, 77 at a 9.6. So there are a ton of them out there. It kind of makes sense why we're seeing this not be as high as it used to be. Probably why it's a little volatile. However, we are seeing an increase of 325% after Armor Wars, which was initially slated for Disney Plus, moved to the big screen. Curious. Number eight on the list, Dark Ride number one. Now, this is the retailer thank you variant. And Tom and I had a great surprise this morning. We went down to the hotel lobby to go grab some breakfast, and we met Joshua Williamson there. So we are so excited for this new book. Shout out. Good to see you. Good to meet you this morning. This Disneyland variant was so hot. I got it as a retailer thank you, and I knew it was going to be on the list. So ridiculously, ridiculously cool. $35 average sales. I was seeing high sales of $70 for this book. Brand new this week. This is a amusement park horror themed filled with rides. This oh, sounds yeah. like a place I would really enjoy going totally. to. Dude, Wild Waves up here in Washington does a whole like horror night. Mm -hmm. I used to do that as a kid all the time. You know, I love me some dread. And Joshua Williamson is taking us along a ride where someone is taking on a job at this amusement park that happens to be very sinister, and he teamed up with some of the best at writing A Dark Tale with a nice kind of like Disney vibe. Tony Fleece is getting involved. Hot damn. Well, and this is so cool because you guys know that Tony and Trish Forstner, who were doing all of the Stray Dogs variants. Independent comic book of 2021. Some of the best movie poster variants out there. And they've decided to spin it on its ear. So rather than seeing movie horror homage posters with cartoon characters, we're now going to see cartoon movie posters with horror characters. I love these. We have already seen that there was a 1 in 25 Little Mermaid variant variant for number one. There's a Beauty and the Beast for number two. I mean, really, some of these are very, very cool. Horrified Disney posters looks amazing. They're also making them one in 25s. So with that incentive and considering this is an indie run, keep an eye out for those. I imagine they're going to be selling well above ratio. And now we're at the list at number seven with Hulk number one, debuting in 2008, featuring Red Hulk on the cover for the first time, but also want to make a note that he doesn't appear in story until issue number two, which is great spec, but we're talking about issue number one, hitting $70 average sales, $300 for a CGC 9.8, which is down by nearly half since the start of the year. 327% increase in copies sold this week because we have 
news and speculation that Harrison Ford may be taking over the role of General Thunderbolt Ross. The MCU has only lost a handful of actors. You know, Chadwick Boseman is one that comes Mm -hmm. to mind first. And the way that they handled that is passing the torch to another character. And we'll be talking about that a little bit on this very list. But William Hurt, who portrayed Thunderbolt Ross in the earlier Hulk films, was deliberately reutilized for later MCU movies because they were building up what seemed to be a Red Hulk narrative, something that would lead to Thunderbolts which has been slated for the future. It looks like they're looking to recast this role. Now, Harrison Ford is a fan favorite. We got to see him play Han Solo one last time. We're going to see him play Indiana Jones one last time. Now, if he's on the final time for those characters, do we really need him to start a new character in the MCU? I mean, this might be a long-term thing for him to be in there. I don't know. I'm excited to find out, and I'm also excited to go meet David Mack after this. Oh, my God, one of my favorite artists. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Great time to shout out Kirby's Comic Art. Zoo Orzu's here. We got Ingrid Gala, New York City Comic Con. I just met Vincenzo Riccardi one of the best colorists right now. And we are going to go see David Mack, who happened to do our cover for Something is Killing the Children 25, going in one per box in the mystery mail call. Support what we do. Give me the excuse to send you comics every single month. And we have not just a cutter David Mack cover going out in every single box. We also teamed up with another artist who's at New York City Comic Con, Johnny Desjardins, on a Stuff of Nightmares issue number one variant, R.L. Stein's brand new book, this Frankenstein zombified grotesque monster. And another artist who is featured here at Comic-Con, going in one per box, Lady Hell, issue number one by Ben Templesmith. With such hot books, we have multiple variants of each of them, and every person who subscribes will get all three books, but only one of the variants at random. Support the show. Go to ComicTom101.com. Link in the description and at the list at number six. Iron Man 225. We have Armor Wars first appearance making the list because of the same reason we were seeing AI Tony Stark join the top ten. We have the movie decision, which is very curious. You know, I think of Inhumans, which was initially going to be a movie that they made into a show. And Because of how bad it ended up being, I'm sure many were very grateful that that's what took place. And then I think of like WandaVision, which was perfect to be a show. But then Falcon and Winter Soldier really felt like a movie, as did Moon Knight that was just spread over the course of six plus episodes. What do you think about like an Iron Man type of tale being on screen because it's so heavy CGI. Well, this is going to be a weird one because we're so used to seeing the Iron Man movies and Marvel movies are notoriously long. A two and a half hour runtime is not a long Marvel movie and that would really only be four one hour episodes when you account for like the commercials and the editing and everything. So really, do we need to do six episodes on this one? I think it's just one of those decisions that it makes more sense to go this way. I think members agree that it's a little surprising to see this go to the big screen. But this decision means that they're going to be needing to bring some extra ammunition. They have to bring the heat. And no better way to bring the heat for an Iron Man movie than the potential reprisal of Tony Stark. Whether it be AI, Robert Downey Jr. will sell those damn tickets. And it has been selling this damn comic. $25 average sales, $240 for a CGC 9.8, and a newsstand hitting 
$460, which seems about right. Now, the big thing here is that right after we had that newsstand sell for 460 there was a direct copy CGC 9.8 that went for $440. And that's someone who's just not paying attention because the newsstands are going to command a premium here. We had a newsstand that was selling for 460 We had a regular one that went for 240 Someone paid too much for the direct because they weren't paying attention to that little barcode. It is a small thing, but it is a really, really big thing to collectors and you have to pay attention. Absolutely. If you look at the sales of this book, it has not exceeded 300 in some time. I expect that a member got too excited, maybe quoted that newsstand sale and overpaid. The barcode means that it was a lower print. And if you are dealing with a 9.8, it weathered the storm, deservingly earning an increased value. And a sales increase of 620% this week. We haven't seen a lot of high prices on this book because we have been talking about Armor Wars for so long, but there is still interest and they are moving quickly. Now, this book's a little bit older. There are 29 copies graded on the census at 9.8 for a Disney Plus movie now in the MCU. (laughs) That is going to command some good pricing. Look at what Planet Hulk has done. And that's only a rumor. Number five on the list, Deadpool number one from 1997. Now, this is the ongoing series where we get to see him turn into his wisecracking fourth wall-breaking persona. Always been a fan favorite. I love this wraparound cover. $50 average sales and $280 for a CGC 9.8. 533% increase in copies sold this week because, well, there's more Deadpool coming. The Deadpool spec has been strong all year. Members were waiting for a D23 announcement when that didn't come. A lot of people, including myself, thought there would be a lull, but it was so short-lived because not only did we get updates on Deadpool 3, we got this added Wolverine spec layer, which has changed the game entirely. And this book, can we talk about how horrendous this paper is? Because it's a thick book at that. And with that many extra page length, it is tough and high grade. Oh yeah, the spine gets ticks, the cover just takes finger oils. The late 90s for Marvel was not a good paper era at all. So getting a high grade copy of this book is a tough. Which is probably why we're seeing less 9.8s on the census than 9.6s. There are 567 copies of 9.8 and 609 copies graded at a 9.6. This book hitting around 250 to 280 at a 9.8 seems pretty affordable when you consider the heights it reached back in 2020 of $650. Number four on the list, a book that I don't think we expected we'd be talking about again, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number six, first appearance of El Muerto. Now, we are seeing $30 average sales and $375 for a CGC 9.8. That's this month, October of 2022. Put this in perspective, when Bad Bunny came out and talked about potentially being this luchador in the Spider-Man universe, we had books on auction, a 9.8, hit heights of 178. So we're twice that now with more confirmation of this character showing up. And get this, this guy actually priced the 9.8 originally. We wrote it down, and then when we 
did our first take, he you said it <laughs> and you didn't believe yourself no. and you stopped and checked eBay again. I have to double check on this one. That's how shocking I, it is. We want to report the right numbers on this. Yeah, this is crazy. And this basically doubled in the last two months. I didn't think we were going to talk about this again. You probably thought that this would get canceled, like it would get shelved. And a lot of people do as well. I mean, with so many movies that seemingly would do better. I mean, even shows. Grendel got shelved this past week, but this character is one that no one really knows, and the director was attached this week. There are a lonely 67 copies currently graded on the census. 23 of them are 9.8, which is why I think the price is higher than we both expected. Absolutely. The 9.8s are not very available. A 600% increase in copies sold, and the demand is absolutely there for this character that, again, no one was specking on. Again. <laughs> and that brings us to number three on the list. With the Miranda Brothers spiking the book, We Live, issue number one. Seeing $25 average sales and $90 for a 9.8. And I believe we're going to see some paper girls level spec happening on this book because there's a lot of members investing in this run because it's fantastic, but also because there's a good amount of them that exist at a 9.8 that we're going to see some fluctuation in around the $100 price. So a 400% increase in copies sold because of an N, because of a red N, because the Miranda brothers tweeted a photo of a red Netflix N stating we don't know how much longer we can keep our mouths shut. And the frenzy has been going insane ever since. This right here is like the least cryptic way you can say that your title has been optioned. <laughs> I was saying back at, was it Megacon after the Miranda Brothers told a bunch of people that this was happening. Like, mm -hmm. it, like Netflix was very interested and that initially spiked We Live. Right. But now we have them being outwardly open about Netflix being interested and involved. So people have definitely been in on the secret for this book for a while. There are a ton of them graded. When you see that there are 77 at 9.6 and 1,069 at a 9.8, means you got a lot of people buying a lot of copies and getting them all graded. So I don't think we're going to see a massive spike in a 9.8, but people are interested in buying this book and it's still a good one to read. That's right. You know, during the last remaining days of Earth, if 5,000 lucky children can make it to the rendezvous point, they will be transported and saved. And you also get to play like a musical track as you read it. You, you really get like lost in this beautiful world that the Miranda brothers create. And the high 9.8 census count doesn't just indicate strong spec worthiness because that's like 90% of the total grades right. that are on the census is a 9.8. It also means that Aftershock, the publishers of this comic, make some damn sexy books. And we've talked about them on the mic. Bunny Mask is really great. And you got to give some love to Maniac in New York. Number two on the list, Black Panther number one, the 2008 run. Now, we have been talking about the potential that Shuri could be Black Panther. With the second trailer drop in this last week, it is all but confirmed. So, we're seeing this book moving and a shaking a lot. A 900% increase in copies sold. $100 raw, $525 for a CGC 9.8 for this incredible J. Scott Campbell cover. Now, people are absolutely buying this just for the cover because she doesn't even show up in story until issue number five. 
but it's a beautiful cover. People love having it. And if you're buying a slabbed book, you're not planning on reading the thing anyway, so you might as well get the best-looking cover. We have 160 copies graded at a 9.8. The J. Scott Campbell effect is very real on this comic book, and the heights it reached was near $1,000 back during the comic boom. So although... Some members, and I've heard this for a long time, that some of the worst times to buy a comic book is when you see it in trailer. Well, uh, no, some of the best times to buy a comic book is when the market warrants the pricing and you do your research. This book is selling for near half and it is all but confirmed at the list. At number one, the number one trending book this week also spiking because of Black Panther. We have Riri Williams as the next Iron Man. Number one on the list, Invincible Iron Man number nine. This is the first full appearance of Riri Williams, and we get to see her prototype armor in this comic book. $115 average sales. We saw a high sale of a CDC 9.8 of $400 and $600 on the same day. There is some serious FOMO out there. There's a lot of people who are just pulling the trigger on this because we finally get to see her in action in the trailer and I'm very excited about this. And the 1 in 25 Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse variant is down royally. Like this book was breaking the 3k marker it hit 2k by the end of the year last year and we have seen an 1800 dollars sale at auction this week so although the spec is huge although the hype is real i mean 450 percent, man there's a lot of people buying it means that members are selling their copies and I can't stress enough how excited I am to see Riri on the screen. She looks outstanding in trailer. They're essentially giving her the same roadmap they gave Tony Stark. And we're seeing a lot of like tributes and homages to one of the best superheroes to have ever been depicted on the screen. So if we're going to be looking at traditionally, a lot of people will start dumping books again, as you said, around the trailer time because they're expecting prices to go down. What we have to keep in mind with Riri and her character Iron heart is that she is next generation we are going to be seeing her in many many more movies so right now we are seeing a lull for the prices i believe they're gonna go up especially over the next five to eight years as they utilize the character again and again and again key collector already reported that inside sources had multiple appearance slated for riri williams beyond black panther beyond her own self-titled shows that are already slated for the mcu there are a total of 1263 copies of cover a graded on the cgc census at a 9.8 we appreciate your time today comic fan as always geek responsibly enough said join myself this guy the whole what not wednesday squad is here at new york city comic-con and i just want to show you some of the variants i made for new york i have a vanish number one ariel diaz variant we have a creep show number one stephen black variant we have batman beyond gabriel del Otto, a green virgin as well as a red foil virgin I have Do You Poo variants. We've teamed up with Marat Michaels as well as Johnny Desjardins and announced yesterday my collaboration, co-writing my first comic book with Fire Guy Ryan with artist Ben Templesmith through not only Whatnot Publishing, but Heavy Metal. Crashdown has been announced and 
It's coming in 2023. Join us on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. Link in the description and take a look at these other videos. We made them for you. Have a great week. Enjoy your con. We out.